Welcome back to the Wiki Wacky Radio Show. I'm your host, Reed. And I'm Frank. Today, we got a fun game. We're going to be playing real band or fake band. And by we, I mean Frank versus Neil. He's back again. Say hello, Neil. Hey, guys. How are you? All right, and as we mentioned previously when Neil was here, he's a big music guy. He collects his bird songs on vinyl. Oh, I remember that. I'd never heard of that before. Um, But yeah, I thought it would be fun to play a game of real band or fake band. And these guys, I'm going to be giving them a band name. And they got to guess whether it's real band or fake band. But it's more interesting than just that. There are points, oh. and somebody can be a winner. Oh, can you drink somehow too? Uh, you can. Yes, you can. You can drink if you get it right, or if you get it wrong. Nice. So I can just drink. Pretty much. That's the answer I want him to hear. All right. And it's going to be each each band is worth two points. However, after I give you the band name, you can risk a point to hear the info I have about the band. So, like, to see like how silly it sounds, uh, or if it helps change your mind. Gotcha. But if you lock in your answer before the info, you can't change it. Gotcha. And there are twenty bands. Twenty. Twenty bands. Yep. And each one is, I guess, two points. Unless you wager one of your points, then you can end up with only one point or no points if you don't get it right at all. And you want to know what you're playing for? A t-shirt. Nope. (laughs) What are you playing for? You're playing for either $1 or whatever's in the mystery box. I was going to say a dollar or a mystery gift. That's right. What mystery box? Oh, there are mystery boxes. That's a mystery. (laughs) Well, you got to go with the mystery boxes, don't you? (laughs) Well, the the cool thing is about the mystery boxes. There's one for e- each of you. So your mystery. But what box, if I want Neil's mystery box? Uh, I suppose we could do that. <laughs> but each mystery box is tailored to the winner. Like someone comes and takes my measurements. Exactly. <laughs> and then he puts it in the box. Oh, say hello real quick. Hello, real okay. quick. I, I accidentally hit a button. So, are you guys ready to get started? Yeah. Okay. First band is the Trumpets, spelled you know, the the and then T R U M P dash I T S. Trump it. Yes. Real band or fake band? Mm, fake band. Yeah, that's my gut instinct too. Fake band. Fake band. You both say fake band. All right. Are you sure? Anybody want to wager their point? No. What the hell? Coy's going to wager his point. I'll wager a point. Okay. All right. So, that that means, Neil, if you're not wagering your your point, you can't change your answer. No wagering. All right. Your answer is locked in. Neil says fake band. We're going to find out about the trumpets. A fake. <laughs> Darn it. I tried to verbatim read my notes. Well, I guess I gave that one away. It is a fake band. <laughs> see, that's what I wanted me. to flesh out. Uh, I wanted to see how this whole thing was going to go. Goodness gracious. So I lost a point for you to give away that it's a fake band. <laughs> no, right. you didn't lose your point on that one. Well, I'm still going to tell you about the little info I had here. <laughs> A satirical ska band from Sacramento. Their first single released in 2005 was called You're Fired. I'm not fired. But uh, yes, that was uh, that was a fake band. I uh, unfortunately gave it away. Well, I took two drinks. <laughs> I'll take a drink since I flubbed it. I flubbed it. You biffed it. I biffed it. All right. Next, the Pigeon Detectives. Real band, fake band. Oh, that's got to be fake. Pigeon, pigeon detectives. detectives. Yeah, the Pigeon Detectives. 
Are the pigeons detectives? Or there's detectives? Uh, I just got the pigeon detectives. Well, I bet there's more in your notes. I'm quite a fan of another pigeon band called Pigeons Playing Ping Pong. And if there was also a, another uh, another band with the name Pigeon, I feel like it would have been discussed already. So I want to say fake band. Yeah, that was my gut instinct, too. Okay, you both go with fake band. Anybody want to wager a point? No. You're not going to get me again on that. (laughs) All right, you're both locked in with fake band. And the real answer is they're real. Huh. No, you're pulling my leg. No. What? The Pigeon Detectives. Is an English indie rock band uh, formed in two, uh, in two thousand four. So they're like people who detect pigeons, or they're like pigeons who detect crimes, or what? Um, I don't understand. <laughs> if I had to guess, they are pigeons who are detectives. That's pretty radical. Well, you both got that one wrong for no points. Who's going to keep score? I'm keeping score right now. Because Neil's ahead by one, right? Yes. Okay. Well, no, because I told you I wouldn't make oh, you lose it, it your wager. Oh, it is what it is. Okay. So he's ahead by one. Yep. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm tabulating. Okay, next. The Galaxy Lions. I don't know, I have to think about that. Galaxy Lions? Yeah, Galaxy Lions. I don't like it. I think I'll say fake band and wager point. <laughs> I'm going to go with the real. Real. Do you know them? Oh. <laughs> Just a guess. That would be cool, though. Okay, well. You said you're going to wager? Yep. Because I'm really not sure, but I don't like the name. Well, the Galaxy Lions, a 90s alternative group, uh, started in 1991. 91? Yep. Oh, that's all I got on them. Still sticking with your answer? So they're real? You're supposed to decide. Oh. That was just it. I don't understand. Okay, I'll say fake band still. Okay. I give you the info for the opportunity to change your answer. Oh, so I lose a point no matter what. Yeah, because you're, you're basically okay. getting a hint. Then I'm going to say fake band. Still saying fake. Yeah, I'm still going to say fake. And Neil, what was your answer? I said real. You say Galaxy Lions are real? Yeah. They're not real. No. I made them up. So now we're tied. Uh, and I think I've figured it all out now. <laughs> you think you figured it all out. Yeah. What did you think you figured out? How it all works. Oh, okay. <laughs> Neil gets zero and Frank gets one. And he's not going to wager anymore. Frank. Who said? You said, Frank. Nah, just kidding. I'm saying it for you. <clears throat> I did say that, though, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, okay, next. AIDS Wolf. And that's all caps, A-I-D-S. No band, fake band. AIDS Wolf. Yeah. Sounds preposterous, but I just don't know. I'll say fake. I think I will too, but I just don't know. AIDS Wolf. AIDS Wolf. Yep. I'll say real. Why not? So Neil says fake. Fake and Frank says real? Yep. Anybody want to wager a point? Or are you locked in? I'm locked in. Yeah, all or nothing, baby. Let's do it. So you're wagering? Or are you locked in? I'm all in. All in. Hold two points. Well, AIDS Wolf is real. All right! (laughs) It's just so crazy, it has to be true. (laughs) A band formed in Montreal. In 2003, huh. uh, they were known for playing modified consumer electronics and uh, for being weird for the sake of being weird. Right? Wolf. 
That's what it sounds like. A couple of guys got stoned and they're like, let's call it AIDS Wolf. People won't even believe that. <laughs> okay, next one. Real band, fake band. Big knockers. Real. Yeah, it's probably real. Real. Big knockers. big knockers. Anybody want to wager their points? No. Nope. Everybody locked in saying real band? Real band. Frank says real band? No. No? I think I'll wager. Okay. All right. Because big knockers sounds like something you'd come up with. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll wager the point. Okay. <laughs> well, a, the, the big knockers, a female disco duo from the 70s. Uh-huh. And their first single was called We're Not Go-Go Dancers. Yeah. I'm going to say fake. Still saying fake? It's well, fake. Did I, I thought I said real the first time. I don't know, but I'm going with fake now. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought you were saying fake the whole time. Oh. Well, shit, so I lost a point again? No, it was fake. Well, I mean, you did lose a point. I yeah. know. <laughs> I don't like the wagering. I'm not wagering anymore. Uh, I'm getting lost in this shit already, and I thought I had it figured out. <laughs> oh, God. So, Neil, zero, Frank, one. All right, next. 30 odd foot of grunts. Say it again. 30 odd foot of grunts. Oh, that sounds too weird. 30 odd foot of grunts. Yep. I don't Um, like it. Fake. I say real. All right, Neil says real. Frank says fake. Yep. Yeah. Any any wagers? Are you locked in? Locked in? Locked in. All right. Well, 35 Foot of Grunts was a band formed in 1992. Nice. Their first studio album uh, was released in 1998 and also features Russell Crowe. Huh. That's interesting. So everybody, uh, you guys are locked in. That's right. So they are real. They're real. Yep. Wow. It was a Russell Crowe's band. You know Russell Crowe? Yeah. Was I thought he was a detective. Uh, I don't know. The Crow Detective. He's an actor. I thought he played with the Crow Detective stuff, not the. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Neil, you said real. Yeah. All right. So you got two on that one, and yeah, Frank got zero. Frank, zero. All right. Next is Horshack Rorschach. And I like that. Horshack is spelled exactly how you think it would be. I want to say real. Horshack. Yep. Horshack Rorschach? Yep. You think it's real? I like it. Let's. Are you locked in? Yeah. Both? Neil, yep. you locked in? Locked in. All right. All right. Horshack Rorschach is an underground British punk band that started in 2002. Uh, their first single uh, was Wrong Way Train. I knew it had to be a punk band. Well, they're fake. Oh, oh shut the front door. <laughs> yep. I made it up as far as I'm aware. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. <laughs> as far as I'm aware. I did not verify that I legitimately made all these up, but, you know. Far- I do think that the ordering. Rorschach Horshack would be better, but otherwise, that sounds cool enough to be a real thing. I right. like it. <clears throat> so, zero, zero, not one of both of you. Okay, next. Green Jelly. Real band, fake band. Green Jelly. Fake. I went to a concert and saw Green Jelly live. Can you imagine that? That sounds pretty fake. I don't like... Yeah. Fake. Are you locked in? Yep. Both of you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Green Jelly, a comedy rock band started in the 1981. Uh, The band had to change their name because they were sued by Kraft Foods 
because they were originally called Green Jello. <laughs> and uh, two notable members that were in this band were uh, James, no, Maynard James Keenan, and uh, what's his name? The, the drummer, Dave, Dave, I didn't write his name down. Danny Carey oh. from Tool. Yep. So they're a real band. Wow. And you both got it wrong. Dang. I'm stumping you more than I thought I would. I know. Yeah. I thought it'd be easier to tell. I thought you'd crack up more <laughs> at your own I I, I kind of thought I would too, especially with the big knockers one. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, um, you, I'm stumping you for a couple of them. I'm surprised. All right, next, Abe's Assassin, real band, fake band. Oh, I don't like that, but it's probably real. Are they also known as that actor guy, Booth, Wilkes Booth? I do not have that info. I think that'd be a cool band name too, Wilkes Booth. So Frank's saying fake. I'll go with real. Neil says real. Did I say fake? Because I, I think know. it sounds cool. You Abe's start, assassin. You start. Well, you said you didn't like it. Abe's assassin. I don't know. I might say real on that one too. Two reals. Anybody want a wager? You locked in. Locked in. Two reals is a long movie. <laughs> locked in. All right, Abe's assassin. Uh, a metal band originally started in the late 70s but disbanded uh, in the 1990s then reformed in 2006 their first hit single uh, oh share what was it, what was it? oh <laughs> their first hit single sharing the same name as their debut album was called John stole my thunder. Oh, you made that shit up. I totally did. <laughs> that bastard. Uh, that's why I had no comment on your John Wilkes Booth mm-hmm. thing, because I made a reference to John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. How could you not? <laughs> Abe's assassin. So you both got zero on that one. You know what? You're going to get the biggest zero out of all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Yeah. How about Atomic Kitten? Real band, fake band. Real. Yeah, I'll go with real. Although they should have said Kitty. Atomic Kitty? Huh? Yeah, I like that a lot better. You're both locked in for real? Yep. Okay. Uh, Atomic Kitten, a girl group from Liverpool, England, formed in 1998. Hooligan was their biggest single, and they're real. Nice. Yep. And they still perform in some fashion today. All right. So two and two on that one. Okay, next is... Hold on, where'd it go? Uh, I lost my... Okay, here we go. Next band. 5299. 5299. Real band, fake band. I'd say fake. We are 5299. What the hell does that mean? 5299. Mm-hmm. We're less than 100 bucks. I don't like it. I'm going to say fake. It's, it's more of it's more, well, 5299. Like a year or something? That's a number. Like in the year 2525. <laughs> I'm still going to say fake. All right. You both locked in with fake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, A modern jazz band uh, started in 2012 uh, from New York. So they're they're real? No, they're fake. Oh, they're fake. (laughs) All right. 5299 is jazz spelled out on the telephone. Oh, you cheating. Uh, Way to go for thinking outside the box, though. I think I'll drink to that. <laughs> I'm definitely trying to be pretty creative. Okay. Next. Oh, 
uh, put that in the wrong spot. Uh, I next is I killed the prom queen. Real band, fake band. Real. I say fake. Okay, Frank says real. Neil says fake. Anybody want to wager? Locked no. in. I'm getting kind of like Stephen King, like Carrie vibes here, where they like dump pig's blood on that girl or whatever. So uh-huh. I kind of see this as plausible. I like it. Uh, Neil, did you say you wanted to wager or you're sticking? I'm locked in. Huh? Locked in. Uh, locked in, okay. And you were, you said fake? Yes. All right. Frank says real. Yep. All right. I killed the prom queen. An Australian uh, metal band formed in 2000. Uh, they went on hiatus from 2007 to 2011 and have made three studio albums and they are a real band. Nice. Alright. So Frank got two, Neil got zero. Okay, one second while I write that down. Zero. Okay. Next. Miss June's Peach Cobbler. Real band, fake band. What is Miss June's what? Peach Miss, cobbler? Yeah, Miss June's Peach Cobbler. Real band, fake band. I'll say fake band. I think fake too. Fake band. Locked in? Yes. Both locked in. Okay. Uh, Miss June's Peach Cobbler is a Western Americana band started in 2009, originally from Miami. Their debut album was titled Not Our First Rodeo, and they are fake. <laughs> I thought you used that before, Not Our First Rodeo, on uh, somebody else's debut. No, um... Am I tripping? No, there was Wrong wrong Way Train. Uh, uh, the girls, they're, they're a real one, though. Um... I made up one for uh, Abe's Assassins. Theirs was uh, John Stole My Thunder. Right. Oh, well. Maybe I'm just tripping. And you both said fake? Right. Yeah, okay. Okay, next. Haircut 100. Real band, fake band. Wow, sounds fake to me. Why can't it just be something straightforward? (laughs) Like, you know... I, I was going to say this in the intro, but I just saw Bob Dylan in concert recently. Uh-huh. That, I mean, what's wrong with that? It's just the guy's name, Bob Dylan. What's there to play games with? You know what I mean? It's That's not, not the, a game. The magical unicorn what? band. This is a game, so why would I use a name that there's no games to be played? Well, some of them got to be straightforward. The audience are trying to play it along, too. Surely. Like Shirley Ellis. Is that a band? She was a singer. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, this is how you play. I mean, you got to pick obscure things. Yeah, because you're trying to mind fuck us into thinking that real bands are fake bands and fake bands are real bands. Yeah, real band, fake band, haircut 100. (laughs) I'm saying fake. Neil? I'll go with real band. Real band. Haircut 100, Neil says. Frank says fake. A 1980s Brit pop group. Uh, one of their early singles uh, was titled Love Plus One. And they are real. Wow. Zero for Frank on that one. Alright. Next one. Z3L. Real band, fake band. Z3L? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go with real. I'll say fake. Fake. Okay. Yeah. Frank says fake. Neil, you said real. Okay. Lock it in? Yeah. Okay. Z3L. Is a electro pop band started in Switzerland, formed in 2003. Uh, they cite Daft Punk as one of their biggest influences, and they are fake. Yeah, I was gonna say in Reed's mind. 
Do you know where Z3L comes from? No. Z3L. It is something. What is it? It's the next sequence in Y2K. After... Oh my gosh, what a joke. <clears throat> uh... Hey, I'm pretty clever. I know, but that one was kind of on the nose. I'm like, Z3L? What the hell is that? <laughs> uh, Alright, Neil gets no points, Frank gets two points. Alright. Next. We were promised jetpacks. Real band, fake band. Fake. Uh, fake. Uh, you both locked in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we were promised jetpacks. An indie rock band from Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, the band's lead vocalist cites Scotland itself as one of their biggest influences, and he says, uh, It's rainy and miserable in Scotland, and there are a lot of angry people, and that's sort of what our music sounds like. And they are real. <laughs> There's no way. Yes. Yep. Well, I see why it's included here because <laughs> that sounds like you just made all that shit up. Uh, well, I'm not reading it back exactly how I have it written, but uh, that's the gist of what the guy said. And wow. you both said fake. Yep. All right. All right. Next. Okay, next is the Downtown Whiskey Dicks. Real or fake? That sounds real to me. I like it. Downtown Whiskey Dicks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> They're real? Yeah, lock it in. You're both locked into a oh, real. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I'll tell you what, if that ain't a band, it's about to be. I like it. A late 80s country folk band from Hendersonville, Tennessee. And they are fake. Well, we gotta start that. Totally made it up. Dang. Downtown Whiskey Dicks. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's I awesome. originally was just gonna go with Whiskey Dicks and say that they're some kind of male tribute band to the Disky, Dixie, Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks, yeah. yeah. But... I didn't really like that much, so, but then I thought it was a downtown Whiskey Well, you know Dicks. what? I could tell right from the beginning that Whiskey Dicks was a play on Dixie Chicks, uh -huh. but I just love it. I love That should be a real thing. So we need to make that happen. <laughs> Maybe I should be paid to just come up with band names. <laughs> I don't know. I ought to go out and license and copyright all these names so somebody else steals them. Yeah. Well, that'd cost you a pretty penny, though, wouldn't it? Probably. <laughs> it's an investment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next. We butter the bread with butter. I don't like it. It's That's probably real. I think it's probably words. real. Neil I, says fake. I'm Frank say says real. real. Any wagers? Nope. You're both locked in. Yep. All right. We butter the bread with butter. A German metalcore band formed in 2007. Uh, they are known for their heavy use of electronic uh, music characteristics. And they are real. Sure. What did I say? You said real. real. Nice. Good. Uh, all right. Next. The Prison Yard Hustlers. Real or fake? Real. Yeah, I'm going to say real, too. Real. Okay, you both locked in with real? Locked in. Okay. They are a late 90s rap group uh, formed in... Oh, what do I have here? Oh, they are formed while serving time in the Alabama State Prison. And they are fake. Ooh. Made them up. Made made up a bunch of fake rappers. Congrats. And you both said they were real. Uh, last one. Last one. Ooh. Yep. You ready for it? Yep. Far away. Killer dwarves. I like it. 
Real band, fake band. I say real. Yeah, I'm going to say real too because I like it a lot. And you're both locked in? Locked in. Frank? Yeah. All right. Uh, Killer Dwarves. A hard rock band from Montreal, Canada. Uh, formed in the early 1980s. And one unique thing about them, each band member adopts the surname of Dwarf. And they are real. Nice. So two points for the both of you. With a name like that, I mean, come on. <laughs> Who'd you see last night? The Killer Dwarfs. Right. I mean, wouldn't you want to say that at the water cooler at work? <laughs> I would. Right. I'm going to go see the Killer Dwarfs this weekend. <laughs> You just see somebody saying, who's that? <laughs> right. Well, and that concludes it. I'll have to take a moment to add up the points to see who actually won. It was but, me. I don't know. Oh, we're going to find out. But I will say that, uh, like I've already said, I stumped you more than I, I, oh, excuse me, I thought I would. And Neil, I don't know your score. I, I wasn't counting as I was going along. But you, you didn't quite... Get as many right as I thought you might. No. Because where this list came from. Parade.com. It did not come from <laughs> Well, shit. Not a sponsor. But I got another one wrong. There were actually, uh, it's some called Board Panda, I believe was the name of the website. Something like that. And it seems to be like a crowd-sourced list. Huh. And some of the names that were in this list of 107 names were... Popular names that you might recognize, such as Jimmy Eat World, Puddle of Mud, uh, Hoobastank, bands with names like that. And here I even picked out a couple other notable ones. Uh, some of them will be particularly notable when I mention them that were in that list, which made me think, Neil, that you might have fared slightly better. Um, but one of the names that were in there that you know is String Cheese Incident. Oh, yeah. Um, the Chumbawambas were also there. Oh yeah, in that list. Uh, cool, you might recognize this one. The Chumbawamba is the greatest rock band ever. Yeah, uh, cute is what we aim for. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of big around our college years, high school years. Bowling for Soup was in that list. Yeah, that was the first concert I ever went to. Actually, was Bowling for Soup. Nice. It was free at the Charleston Sternwheel Regatta. Nice. Uh, Umphreys McGee was in that list. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, Neil and I went and saw Umphreys McGee in Detroit back in January. It was a good show. We'll be here in Columbus in February. Oh, nice. I have to go see him again. And then Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. (laughs) I've heard of them before. They were in this list. So there were definitely, you know, what you might call mainstream bands that showed up in this list. Um, And, you know, Neil, you being... Uh, you know, wide variety of a music listener. I thought you've certainly heard of some strange band names before. Yeah, so that's why it was hard to pick the real ones from the fake ones. Yeah, I guess I did a pretty good job at making some of them sound pretty real, and I guess other people didn't do such a good job at making themselves sound real. (laughs) But let me see if I can tabulate the score real quick. I don't know if you guys want to try to fill the air with some banter maybe you can talk about some concerts yeah speaking of concerts the next one i'm going to will be on new year's eve night as a band called dopapod dopapod yep it's spelled d-o-p-a-p-o-d and the name is uh palindrome and a lot of their song titles are palindromes as well so that's a word where you can read it. It reads the same way forwards and backwards, right? <clears throat> that's really cool. Well, I saw... I, the only other things I really have in my notes about this is, like, when I was in high school... Because it's interesting. Wouldn't you guys say that your music tastes, like, change? Because I was thinking about who my favorite band is, right? And I feel like it's hard to just say one group or one band yeah it's hard to pick just one i mean i feel like i've changed a lot when i was in high school my favorite band was panic at the disco i was like obsessed with them i had their posters on my wall and all that kinds of stuff but now i'm not sure i really feel that same way as i did when i was a kid about any group but 
If I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be the Arctic Monkeys. Do you know them? Yeah, they're good. I like them. Would you say that you have a favorite group or band? Um, I guess one of my one of the group that's been my favorite for a long uh, remains one of my favorite throughout my years has been Led Zeppelin. Oh, the yeah, they're good. How about you, Reed? Do you have a favorite band? Favorite band? Uh, I don't really know if I have a favorite. I kind of go through these phases where, like, a band's at the top of my, you know, recently played and all. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if I can really name a favorite. Well, how about, like, a first favorite? Like, when you were younger, was there, like, a group uh, that you just were, like... Um, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I rem- definitely remember them. Yeah. How about you, Neil? Like, early on, was there a group that, like, you know, made the biggest impact on you um, or you were obsessed with, you might say? Um, when I was in high school, I listened to a lot of metal and uh, always liked Corn when I was younger and Lamb of God. They were pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> I thought it was really cool how good of a concert Bob Dylan can give at 82 years old. That's pretty you know? old. <laughs> yeah. And I got to see him down in Huntington, West Virginia, where Reed and I went to college. Um, I'm sure it was part of Marshall's Performing Artist Series that they do, but I don't have confirmation on that. But it was in the historic Keith Albee Theater. And uh, I'll say he gave a hell of a concert. You know, I thought he might be kind of like hard to understand and not very articulate mm-hmm. kind of like seeing um gary Busey give a concert or something like that but it was not like that at all he was very easy to understand very clear very articulate and he gave a hell of a show i dare say he rocked the house that's awesome yeah, it was a good time all right we got the scores tabulated and the final score is Neil has 14 and Frank got 20 points out of a maximum of 40. So it looked like Frank is the big winner. Told you. All right, what do you choose for your, your prize? You want a dollar or you want what's in your mystery box? I want the mystery box. Okay, let me go get the mystery box. Hold on. It's behind me. I hope it's a $10 bill. It could be anything, even a dollar. <laughs> now do something dun 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 oh it's heavy it is bullshit <laughs> what is it it's a can of cut green beans by a brand I've never heard of before <laughs> alright what a mystery surprise <laughs> in the mystery, mystery box. Can we rewind? Because I'm no. pretty sure I said a dollar. No, you chose what was in the mystery <laughs> box. This is horse shit. You never know what's in the mystery box. You should have just said a dollar. That's what we the feed the interns. Hey, you're too close. Oh, that's what we feed the interns is those canned food items. We got cans and cans and cans of green beans in our pantry. And I know you like green beans, or at least greens. Uh-huh. So that's why I grabbed it. Neil, do you want to know what was in your mystery box, even though you didn't win it? Sure, what was it? It was a can of Dr. Pepper. Nice, I would have liked that. <laughs> and that goes for about a dollar, depending yeah. on where you buy it. Yeah, exactly. I guess the green beans probably do, too. So uh-huh, I see. I knew what I was doing. And like I said, each one was tailored to the winner. I kind of feel like I just played a game in a communist country. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, well, you know. It's like deal or no deal, Russia version. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have one last question, one last band. All right. Are you guys ready? Real band, fake band. Zona Hester. Zona Hester? That's got to be a real band. They've been on the channel before. Of course they have, so you know they're real. 
And you know what, listeners? Coming up right after this, we're going to have a special segment featuring the guys from Zona Hester. They're going to play us a little song, and we'll do a little interview. So be sure to stick around for it. But uh, for now, we'll wrap up this segment. Uh, That was quite the fun game. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed coming up with the different band names and uh, hearing how well you guys did. Guess whether they were real or not. I was like I've like I've already mentioned. I was surprised at how well I stumped you. I think it was neat to see how much work you'd put into it because (laughs) I think that's what the giveaway was. Was you Uh, and I think I could kind of (laughs) tell like which ones of these. Would read makeup, <laughs> which ones would read makeup? Right. I mean, whenever I was trying to pick the real bands, I tried to avoid ones that would sound like I wouldn't have made them up, or some of them that might have sound too made up. Um, so I definitely tried to pick ones that also could have potentially been made up by me, by me, even though they were real. So I, I think I did pretty good. Yeah, you definitely not stumped to, us on not some. Not to toot my own horn very much, but it was a fun fun one. Yes, it was. And Neil, thank you for being here and participating. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we enjoy you coming on our show and uh, helping us out. Uh, every now and then, it's nice to have a third person involved instead of us two knuckleheads all the time. Yeah, have some company. You know, the more the merrier, they right? say. And it is Christmas time, uh, almost, right. coming up. A couple weeks. Right, exactly. All right, well, once again, thank you, Neil, for coming on this show. Um, so we hope to have you on again sometime soon. I would love that. Thanks for having me. Yep. And, oh, and coming up now is Zona Hester. All right, listeners, as we promised, here is Zona Hester. Welcome, fellas. What's going on, everybody? How are you guys well, doing? Not too bad. Uh, there's, out, man. there's half of us here anyway. I'm, I'm Caleb and Josh hanging out. Yep, I was just getting ready to say, uh, for those who aren't familiar, to introduce yourself. But yep, you just did. And uh, as I mentioned before this, listeners, that uh, Josh and I are longtime friends. And I've certainly known Caleb for a while now, ever since those two have been in a band together. Oh gosh, it's probably a hot minute. I bet you've known Caleb for ten years. <laughs> uh, at least. So um, we're coming and, up on twenty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're gonna have to do something special. We are. <laughs> Don't mind me now if you if you hear me coughing a little bit. I've been fighting this thing for. I've been fighting a cold for about four weeks now. So. He has the ick. Well, that's all right. I uh, I imagine that does not help when it comes to performing your shows. No. I, no, it doesn't. But. I tell you, it's one of those things that if you can do it, I, I was just raised the way, old show business style. If you can do it, you do it. It might right. not be your best performance ever, but you, that the show doesn't stop. If right, you exactly. can continue. The show yeah, must go on. That's right. We yeah. did have to cancel a studio session, but, you know, that's probably for the best. That's yeah. a little different. It's a little different. Right? That's pretty um, cool. Um so one of the things that we're going to be doing here uh, after we speak to you fellas, I believe we have an exclusive song that we're going to play for our listeners, or yeah, at least uh, one I've never heard anyway. It's a uh, brand new. Actually, we just uh, last week we just finished it up, and I think this is a. I, I don't even know if we've played it out yet. To be honest, <clears throat> this will be. Uh, you guys get the exclusive acoustic version. Unplugged. Yeah, the unplugged exclusive. Right. Is it still kind of like a work in progress, or do you guys pretty much oh, have no, it done? It's done? Oh, that's cool. No, yeah, it's done. It's um, it's called uh, "Faster Than Angels Can Fly" or just "Faster Than Angels." Uh, we're just, but uh, yeah, we're pretty proud of it, honestly. Um, it's uh, it's kind of cool. Um, the 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 title was actually given to us by uh, the guy that works the road with us. We were heading back uh, from a show, coming over the mountains, coming back from Virginia. And um, he just, we were in the middle of a conversation and he just kind of turned and looked at us and said, faster than angels can fly. And when we asked him what it was, he said, I don't know. He said, but it's a, it's a song title. Do with it what you want. And we took him up on that offer. So, yep, the song just kind of happened that way. 
I ought to do that. Sometimes I feel like I get little one lines that pop in my head. I think, hey, I ought to tell the guys about that. Hey, man, anytime that you have lines or ideas or anything, please send them over. Yeah, I'll definitely have to keep that in mind. Yeah, well, uh, pretty uh, pretty well all the best songs have come from just one or two good lines. Right, yeah, of course. Right. Um, what kind of shows do you guys have coming up soon? We are playing a local show tomorrow at a place called The Brickside. I believe I've pretty been nice. there. Yeah, it's a nice place. Good crowd. Uh, Great food. Oh, yeah. And then uh, next week we are in Covington, Virginia. Nice. And then after that we are off for Christmas. That's good. And then uh, we have a New Year's Eve show near Garrett County, Maryland, just on the West Virginia side at a place called Old Trails Inn. Old Trails mm-hmm. Inn. Nice. Uh do you guys have any shows coming up in Charleston? We have a few family yeah, listeners that um, live in Charleston. We do have a show in Charleston, but it, it's a bit far off still. We'll be there in February on the 3rd at a place called The Zone. The Zone. Gives them plenty of time to mark their calendars. Exactly. <laughs> February 3rd at The Zone in Charleston. And if you're listening to this, you know who you are. You better go check them out. <laughs> Please, yeah, please come out. We'd love to have you. Yeah, and come up to us. Talk to us. We're, we don't we don't bite much. Just let us um, tell them that Reed sent you. Exactly. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> uh, good. I'd love to know that uh, people are listening to this and actually taking us up on the call to action. Absolutely. Now, um, I'm trying to think of what else I can ask you here. Well, Frank, do you got any questions? Well, I was just going to ask basically the same thing like if you guys took any time off through the holidays or you know if you continued to play or how active you were through the holidays or you know hopefully you guys get plenty of time with your families and stuff absolutely yeah absolutely want to make time for the family Uh, a couple of us have kids and everybody uh, has family out of town in town lots of traveling and uh family is definitely important so we will be make sure that we have time for that thanksgiving christmas all of the above we were uh we were in a band a, few, a different band a few years ago and um we spent a lot of time like at that point we spent a lot of time on the road we just booked as much as we possibly could and we learned real real fast that if you don't take time to smell the roses and enjoy it you know and, and take a little breather for yourself every now and then you get burnt out and it's just not worth it you want to enjoy what you're doing so Take time to spend with your families and people you care about and, and you know, just enjoy yourself. <laughs> right? Yeah, sometimes working too hard can be a bad thing. You know, even Absolutely. though, you know, everybody's always taught to work hard, it's always good to take a little break every now and then. Yeah. A healthy balance is definitely key. That's pretty much it. A healthy balance. Now, um, yep, and- go ahead. Oh, no, you, you go right ahead. I was just going to say, you mentioned um, uh, you had to cancel some studio time. Um, does that mean you guys are planning on like an album or EP sometime in the future? Yeah, we, uh, we're working up a single right now. And then uh, we have potentially an album coming. We haven't really decided 100% yet, but uh, we, uh, we've got some songs we're really proud of. And... Uh, some that have kind of been begging to to be released for a while and we uh-huh. and we, we just and honestly right now we've been writing so much that uh it's just it's almost coming out faster than we can keep up with it so we have we've got a lot of stuff uh on the back burner that we're contemplating you know what we want to when we want to put it out and how we want to go about doing it um you know there's a lot of uh it feels like there's a lot of pressure, even though I guess there's really not any at all, except right, from ourselves. But yeah, the, your your first album and your first single, you know, it's uh, you really put a lot into it. And you want to make right. sure that because first impressions matter. So of course, yeah, and you want to make it special. You don't, you know, you gotta take the time to make sure it's the right pick to sort of, you know, kind of set. You know, set the stage for what the listeners can expect and make them hopefully want more. Absolutely. Well, you got to set expectations right. just the right way. Yeah. And, and rushing through it is definitely not helpful to the project. Uh, no, I imagine not. Uh, it could probably cause, you know, you know messy work, messy uh, writing, you know, well, all that. 
Yeah, you, you, you run through it and you try to get it out so quickly and then you sit back and listen to it and you're like, Oh man, I don't I don't like that. We shouldn't have done it this way. We should have mm-hmm. took more time and I wish I would have noticed this when we were listening mm-hmm. to it in the studio right. and I wish I would have done things differently here. And ultimately you're just unhappy with the product and then you know you just you don't like it. You don't want to promote it, you don't want to sell it, you're like, ah, you just need and, to throw it away. And there's a difficult balance too, because at some point like anything else that, you, that you've worked on for a long time, you do have to finally decide to go hands off with it and say, okay, right. this is as good as I can get it with an acceptable amount of time right. and ship it out. But you have to have that balance. Again, you know, life is about balance and you have to find that balance for, for even recording. You right. have to make sure that it's, that it's good. And that like, like Josh said, you have to make sure that, you know, you don't miss anything at the same time, you can always you always feel like you can improve it. So right. when you get it really good and really solid, then you have to just kind of let it be what it's going to be and send it out in the world. Right, exactly. It's kind of like that old adage: uh, what is it? "Perfection is the enemy of good" or something like that. However, it goes. Frank, you're the um, word. You know what I'm trying to say? No, oh. I'm not familiar with that, but I sort of understand. I mean, because it's like you feel like you want to. <laughs> churn out material but you know you have to have standards as to what you're putting out and what you want to associate your name with and everything you know so, absolutely it makes sense right um, absolutely and i can say you know being a, a friend of the band i've heard some of the stuff you're working on and i definitely can't wait for it to you know to come out to the public so everybody else can hear it too because it's really good stuff we really appreciate that. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, we've been working hard, like I said, and, and at this point, you know, we've got a couple things kind of laid down, but we we really have had a bunch of new stuff, you know, hit us recently that I would really like to include. I think Josh is in the same boat there, um, and I'm sure the rest of the guys would also like to include a lot of the new stuff we've, we've been pumping out. And we still have time. Uh, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. We still have time for that. Um, once uh, once I'm all healed up vocally, we're gonna go in there and try to really push some of this stuff out and make some time. I mean, you got to play shows that to to earn your keep, but at right. the same time, you got to make time to go down and and get all the recordings in and get everything else so you have something to promote. Right, exactly. Yeah, all about that balance. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I guess speaking of promote, where can the listeners uh, come and find your stuff or follow you at? Well, when we have the uh, single and stuff ready and released, we'll let you know about that. But as for now, you can go to zonahester.com, and that will link you to all of our upcoming events and shows and our social media sites like Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you can catch live performances on there. We have a, a small video series that we did over the summer called On the Ranch. Um, just some unplugged acoustic uh, things that we did together around, the, you know, where we where we do all of our our work, mm-hmm. our rehearsals and stuff. So, right. and, um... Mo- mostly covers, mostly covers for right now. Just uh, that's mostly what you're gonna find if sure. you're looking for. Um, but I think. The reason that we've done that is because when we when we finally you know release originals, we want it to have the full impact. We want to, we want to make sure that everybody gets the full experience. Right. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> well, and I think there's a lot of people who have gone that route too, because you can still show your range and your ability, you know, by doing covers. I mean, it's not just like karaoke or anything, you know. It's absolutely. absolutely. One thing about covers is you don't have to play it like the album you can make it your own and make it really you know yeah, different absolutely. or really yeah really some, cool. those are some of the best covers of when people put their own twist on instead of just basically doing the same song but in a different genre we've always maintained at least at least since um since the formation of zona hester We've maintained that, you know, we want to do covers, um, even when we have our own material and, and we're, you know, really playing focused on that. We really enjoy the covers we do. I think the important thing that we all agree on is while we have to make it our own to make it feel right while we're playing it, we also want to capture the original 
energy. We, we, you right. want to capture the, the original emotion behind the song, but do it your way. Right, yeah. But but it can't lose its original meaning. Otherwise, it just feels kind of like you're, I don't know, playing around the point. Right. Yeah, I guess I kind of get what you're saying. It makes sense to me. Well, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I definitely enjoy some of your covers. Uh, last show I saw of your guys's uh, back in Rollsburg. Uh, you did a new cover that I haven't heard you do before. It was uh, Fleetwood Max. Uh, oh, uh, which one? Dreams. Dreams. Yes, and it was pretty good. I think it was your closer. If I'm yeah, not it's mistaken. a really fun. It's a really fun rendition that we've come up with, and we really enjoy playing that. It's it's really not like the original, but no, it's really powerful feeling, and I, I think like it. to the point. Yeah, I definitely. It's a lot like of fun it. to do. It's a lot of fun to do, and it's a lot of fun to see people's reaction to that song because they're so used to, to they're not expecting, you know, um, uh, us as the band that we are to, to kind of pull that one out. Um, and they're not expecting, you know, Stevie Nicks has such a such a powerful voice and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's very it's very it's very powerful, but it's also feminine and light at the same right, time. Yeah. I do not. I don't have a light or feminine <laughs> voice when I sing. It's very um, almost raspy at times. And, I'm um, a female. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, so I think that when we start that, it's really button. fun to see the recognition in people's faces. But it's 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 like a familiar stranger Speech almost off. when you play it. It's really fun to see. Ooh, that's an interesting way to put that. And I could see how it could be like a crowd pleaser, you know, because they recognize the song instantly, you know, but then it's also kind of like a nod maybe to some of your influences, would you say? I mean, as far as some of those covers that you guys do? Oh, absolutely. Well, we, we um, for the most part, we only play songs that we like. So now when you have four, uh, four musicians with – distinct influences all to their own you don't always agree but we have the respect for each other's backgrounds and tastes that so long as um it's typically about two of us so long as two of us can agree that you know to do a song then the other two are are typically fine to jump on board and say okay you know um, i can get behind that and and because we all just nod to each other, some songs aren't for me, or, or, or you know, some songs are just, and even downright to one to one individual. Sometimes you know, you play that song for them, um, and it gives you some variety to play. But at the same time, it does come from a from an honest place. It comes from a generally a loving place. You know, it, it is the best way. But you said it already. Um, the, a nod, a true nod to to you know what influenced you, what got you there. Sure. And I think I kind of observe how uh, the differences of influences appear in your covers. Because um, another some of my favorites are when uh, you guys do the ACDC covers with Eric singing. And, oh, yeah. Because he, he does a really good job at doing the ACDC covers. And I, I don't know if those are his picks or one of you others pick it and just have him sing it. But I think... Uh, you know, at least when he he does those, it's some of my favorites. Well, Caleb and Eric are both die-hard ACDC fans, and they have been for a long, long time. And doing the ACDC songs, Eric really shines on, mm-hmm. and that is a nod to ACDC for Caleb and Eric. Yeah. I love ACDC too, but those guys take it to the next level. I mean, they right. really, really enjoy it. A lot, almost all of their material. As teenagers, it was almost an unhealthy obsession. I mean, it was. We. Um... Eric got an ACDC tattoo. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, oh, wow. um, but Eric's a natural-born rock and roller. Um, right. Yeah. He, he does. He does great on the country stuff, and um, and and he really feels a lot of that. But in his heart, man, Eric's a '70s rock and roller through and through, and he right. just. He's got the hair. And he just shines with that stuff. He, yeah, he can he, really he like wails it good on the, those ACDC songs. Oh yeah, he's got the right oh, voice yeah. for him. Well, he's got the right voice, and he has, and he brings the perfect energy. As right. Well. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I definitely uh, uh, enjoy when you guys pull out the rock and roll songs with him on the vocals. It's a lot of fun. It's um, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely a lot of fun, and it's a lot of fun to 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 turn him loose and see people's reaction. Uh, I sing a lot of the show now. The guys, uh, Josh and Eric, both that you know, they sing harmonies the entire show. But right, yep. I, I, I sing you know the 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 melody and the lead vocals for most of the show. So it's real fun for me to get to sit back and really you know turn Eric loose and watch again. You just, a lot of what I love about playing live is the reaction that you right. that you get from people and. When when we turn Eric loose when they're not ready for it, and he just hits with those like punchy rock songs, uh-huh. you re- and you, you almost the people that were ready to tune you out sometimes in in the back, you'll see them perk up and and their eyes come alive and and now they're ready to go and you've just brought them into the show too, right. and and that's really really great. It's it's one thing that I, I love to do and he's really good at that. A really a, a surprise one two punch. Right, yeah, it's definitely good. I enjoy it, and it's quite the variety. Um, like you guys talked about, having the different influences help shape some of the covers that you do, and I think it definitely shows in the choices that you guys make. It uh, it affects our our songwriting too. It's um, it's it's interesting. You can tell when one or two of us have written a song, as opposed to when like the whole band has come together to write a song because the different influences really shine through more mm-hmm. right. it's it's uh, it's interesting it's it's definitely it's fun to kind of sit back and, and look at it from from that perspective too well that sounds very cool um and i think we'll go ahead and start wrapping it up so we hope you guys have a safe holiday and you're able to find that balance you spoke about being able to you know get your shows in and make time for the family and all that well, we appreciate you guys having us on, and uh, we'll keep doing what we do. You guys keep right on rolling, and thank you guys for having us. We sure will. We thank you for coming on, and listeners, be sure to check out Zona Hester. I will have a link in the show notes and description for their website, and as they mentioned, that will take you to their socials and some other goodies. And we hope you enjoy this song that they recorded for us, and as Always, if you enjoy this content, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, many more. And you can also find us on YouTube. We thank Zona Hester for being here. And as always, listeners, we thank you for listening. Merry Christmas, everybody. She must have been leaning on gas Cause she never even tried to stop Was the devil burning up in the inside of her veins She had only just closed her eyes Now everybody's racing for the wreckage of the steel She can only see the light Yes, you could have had it all, but it's easier to hide.